Hey, it's Nick, and welcome back to your Daily Dose. This two-part episode is being released on the third anniversary of me meeting Bob for the first time, which is super appropriate. We barely knew anything about each other, and we walked over to a radio station to do a two-hour live show together. In the ensuing three years, whenever I've needed a little bit of inspiration or my faith reaffirmed in the human race, I think about him. So when Bob's faith in the human race is reaffirmed because of something that he's read, that's like double for me. Enjoy this episode and tune in again for the rest tomorrow. I have to tell you about this stuff because this is, this is on my brain right now. Drink your water Wait, first. Okay. I know. You unscrew it and then you get excited. You, you see this. You witness you know, this on a regular know, basis. Yeah. All right. You know something? This happens to me everywhere. When I'm speaking in front of a group, I know I need to wet my whistle, but I'm so excited to talk to them that I uncap my water and I stand there with it uncapped and tell them with a dry mouth. And then when I have to, because my lips actually start to crack and break off into my mouth, I pull it up and I take a sip. There you go. <sighs> That's something Patty does that I find adorable. She, when she takes a long haul off of a, off of a drink of water, she goes, <sighs> and I just I feel like I get to share the satisfaction of that gulp that she just had. Because she shared it with me. Does it make you thirsty once she does that? Uh, actually, there have been times yeah. when I'm like, give me some of that. It's almost like a yawn, right? Like no. it's contagious. They are contagious. You know why they're contagious? Uh, because the yawn monsters. <laughs> yeah, tell me about that. It's a that. virus. <laughs> it is. It's a disease. That's it. So once somebody yawns in front of you, they've given you something. Mm-hmm. I, the, the truth is that when we yawn, we need oxygen. It's That's all we're doing. We're trying to get more oxygen into our system. That's why you open our mouth that wide. And suck in all that air. Okay. But why is it contagious, you say? Here's my oh, family. wait. Why is it contagious? Thank you for that question. Great. <laughs> you in the back. It's contagious because it's survival of the fittest. When you're in a room full of people sucking up your air, you got to get you some, right? So it's like, oh, it's I see you sucking up my air, so I need to suck some up now. And then you just do. I put a picture of a yawning baby on during some of my presentations and then just watch the audience struggle not to yawn. It's just something that we want to do. And I think what it is, is you see someone else yawn as indication that, oh, we all need oxygen and maybe I should be taking some in now. Not necessarily a competition, but. Well, no, it does seem like uh, it's uh, tapping into some sort of <laughs> lizard brain thing. Like I need the biggest rock. I need the sharpest uh, tool. Okay. Perfect. I segue. need the most oxygen. I have been reading this book that has changed my view of human nature to some extent. Mm-hmm. And I hate to admit that. As positive as I am, I was a bit of a cynic in terms of human nature. I believe the stories of Lord of the Flies. You know, okay. put a bunch of yep. boys on an island, take the rules away, and they're going to beat each other to death. You know, I believe in like the different B.F. Skinner studies that I've learned about, or the uh, the Stanford study that made people half the students into prison guards and half the oh, students yeah. into inmates. Yeah. And this book has debunked all of these has shown me the other side of the research and the long-term stuff and the stuff that was hidden by the scientists that reveal that we are actually humankind. That's the name of the book, Humankind, and that we are actually kind beings. The author is Rutger Bregman, uh, who is uh, from uh, Amsterdam, I believe, of Holland at the very least. And um, it's just this brilliant book that's full of science, but science geared toward finding out whether people are good or people are bad. And they have this concept they introduced. It's called veneer theory. Have you ever heard of this? No, but I imagine it's just like it's how surface level is sort of the interpretation of being good or being bad. Okay. Like, am I just being good because I need to show other people that I'm good 
um, in order to get away with something later. That is interesting because it's it's close to that. But what veneer theory is is that we've just got this thin veneer of, of civilization on humanity. All it takes oh. is a crisis <laughs> to rip that veneer of and civilization off. Mentality, exactly. Yeah. And you know, they're all talking about you know people will, will abandon each other or they'll fight to the death over the last supplies in the store or and what it's presenting is is oodles of anecdotal and and quantitative data showing that when it gets rough and it gets ugly we help each other we give to each other we support each other people evacuating a ship that's going down are stepping aside and saying no you first please Mm -hmm. all right it's it's not just uh, the guys playing the violin on the titanic Titanic, yeah everybody uh, titanic was one of the examples where they said that it was very orderly there was no panic when people were leaving as it was shown in the movie and this is the thing movies and media want to show us the exceptional right the scary stuff so anyways this book gives me hope when when it comes to the studies too we want from a media standpoint i remember when i was whether i'm writing fake news and satire or i'm writing actual news like the more interesting the study usually the more like the one with the stanford students Mm -hmm. um the more clicks you're going to get the more eyeballs you're going to get the more of this so it has to be a little bit controversial, but yeah. it may not be very factual. Like, yeah, you ran that study with 12, 20 students once. Right. That's not a study. Mm. That's a random sort of experiment that has no real basis in reality. It's not so quantitative, right? Yeah. It's more like a focus group than it is yeah. a, a global survey. Well, that study has been replicated in different ways and had different results. Yeah. And, and what they found with that original study was that the people who were running the study really coached the guards as to what they uh, could and couldn't do, what they had to do, how they had to treat people. And they basically reality TV'd it, right? Yeah. They created a situation that would produce the outcome that they wanted. So it wasn't really research, it was theatrics. Yeah. You know, but, but again, to learn that these studies that I believed for so long uh, were true, and even like the, the Lord of the Flies, they have an actual story of boys who were lost on an island for years who ended up coming out friends engaged supportive of each other they laid out rules to their society and they were rescued and you know so it's like again one story compared to this imagination of of william golding the person who wrote lord of the flies but uh, still it's it's a bit of truth that makes me go okay well maybe we are okay you know i've seen examples close to me and i think you have what do you think of veneer theory do you think that we're one crisis away from ripping away the veneer of, of civilization. I think the reaction typically in, in terms of like something really crazy happening mm-hmm. can be that can be just chaos. Mm-hmm. But I also think there's sort of a sine wave to it where it comes back to the center afterwards, mm-hmm. where it comes back to that normalcy of, we can call it the veneer, but of civilization. So you do believe this is the normal state then it's not a facade. It's actually, it reflects who we are. Yeah, because I, I I mean there's seven billion people in the world, like and for the most part it's fairly well regulated. Mm-hmm. Like if you look historically, we needed to go well, I won't say we needed to go through it, but we went through some stuff where we assumed really incredibly stupid things. Like anytime mm-hmm. you hear a story about people in the seventeen hundreds, people in the eighteen hundreds believing this flat earth yeah, or right we're the center of the universe or it's easy to look back and go, Oh God, they were so dumb. (laughs) They had no proof. Like they didn't have much more than what, you know, 
what you know, no studies, no tools, no scientific equipment, you know, so we, they didn't have any of that. And so, yeah, they appear to be dumb, but yeah, we got back here and we're, we're getting there. We're all dumb, but in different ways and at different levels. Yeah. It's so, I mean, it's funny cause I'm, I'm loath to criticize anyone who didn't know something in the past because I know there's going to be somebody in the future pointing their finger back at me. It's like, we, we know what we know. Or as Maya Angelou says, you know what you know, and then when you know better, you do better. Yeah. Right? That's the best we can do. But I do think it's pretty fascinating to see to see how we have evolved and how we've changed. And uh, so I'm glad we had this conversation about humankind. Cause, Me too. I feel better. Yeah. <laughs> I feel kinder. <laughs> Gentler. Maybe not. No. Hi, gang. It's Bob. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for evidence that human beings are good by nature. So when I encountered the book Humankind, I was totally psyched to have a well-researched, thoughtful piece of prose that offered a good deal of evidence to support my basic theory. I'm sure there are a million other books and articles out there that will argue that humans are horrible beasts destined to hate each other and ultimately self-destruct. But for now, I have the evidence in Humankind the book and in the humankind I've encountered so far in my life. I've seen a lot of human-on-humankindness, and that's enough for me right now. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time.